Yay, we're here. It's another podcast. Um, welcome to First Impressions, the podcast where we talk about our love for Jane Austen and the many adaptations of her work. And um, I'm here with Maggie. I'm Hello. Kristen. And Kristen, are you actually here with me? I am. We are actually in the same place. Um, I'm out on the East Coast for Christmas, and I was lucky enough to be able to catch Maggie at home. And so we're just hanging out. And Yay. as all fun friends do, we decided to podcast and watch some Jane Austen. So we're, right. we're fulfilling our promise to watch the um, 1995 adaptation, um, like the big papa of all adaptations, I feel like, the, <laughs> the, the papa bear of adaptations, because it's so awesome. And I'm excited to be revisiting it. The last time I watched it was in November. So that's been way too long. <laughs> it's now December. Uh, I watched it maybe three months ago. I was really sick and I just wanted to lay in bed and watch Pride and Prejudice. And I did that. And it was it was great. Uh, so we're going to do it like we did for Sense and Sensibility, where if you guys want to put in your DVDs or Blu-ray or watch it by other means, um, we're going to kick off right at the front titles. We're doing it in our episodes. So there are different versions. Some of them have them as two-hour episodes. We have it as one-hour episodes. We're going to delay our final discussion of the book a little bit. Right. And do a commentary track. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, hopefully it'll turn out so that if you aren't watching it right as you're listening to this, you can still understand our comments because we're not necessarily going to do riff track style, if you know what that is, where somebody says a line and then we make a joke about the line. So the tracks have to be synced up perfectly. Um, we're we'll just be responding. Gonna... And we'll yes. still be funny. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm never funny, but you will certainly. Well, Kevin is in the room. Yes. I can't. I'm not going to promise that he'll say anything because he's, he said he wouldn't. He swore not to say anything. But he might have a reaction or two. And I do have a drink. So if you hear any ice, I apologize. I'm I trying to make it easy, the editing on Kristen. So you might hear a little bit of ice clink. But it's just coffee. Yeah. It's just coffee. <laughs> no it's uh, 10.52 in the morning. So yeah, so we're not, we didn't break out the wine yet. I'm going to wait for them to leave. <laughs> so she can finish another bottle of wine by herself or whatever. <laughs> Last time we podcasted, you're like, yeah, I, I drank an entire bottle of wine. Well, it's better than usual because usually I'm just you know, sitting in the bathroom alone, drinking, <laughs> crying. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not quite as No, I'm just kidding. All right. So should we get this thing started? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, so we're going to start with the opening credits of episode one. And it's everyone's favorite theme song. It is such a good theme song. And, you know, hearing it just makes your heart beat a little faster. <laughs> so, Kristen, I do have to say, though, that I think that these opening credits are part of the problem. Yes, I would agree. Right? It's sewing. It's literally bonnets. It's buttons. It's lace. needlepoint, lace, satin. Bows. This is why people think that it's girly. Uh, it's super girly. There's bows. There's okay, bows. here we go. But now there's yeah. like manly men riding horses. So okay. that's cool. So this is all added in. And I think that they did it to be like, look at these men. Yeah. A very like, um, a start with, which is very kinetic. There's a lot of energy. Everybody's interested in seeing Mr. Darcy, obviously. Yeah. And those hats. <laughs> those hats. It's really just about those stove pipe hats. But yeah, it is very, I mean, you can tell they probably had trouble with those horses too because <laughs> oh, the yeah. camera's all over the place. But I think you're right. I think they wanted to like, let's have them ride through and talk about it and then 
I mean, it's strong. It certainly is an immediate contrast to the title card, the title sequence, which is about domesticity, right? It's Mm -hmm. about the lives of women. And yes, they spend all their time sewing, uh, you know, and, um, and then we get, we cut to Lizzie. And then she takes over the narrative. Yeah. This is the stranger comes to town uh, sort of moment where these guys are riding in on their white horses. And I just love her so much. She's so great. Great. But she really does have this bonnet thing going on in the first scene. Like if you were a dude and somebody sat you down (laughs) and you you had not, you did not have an open (laughs) mind. All of a sudden she's got the bonnet, but she's running. Look. Oh, look how spirited she is. <laughs> I'm glad they kept her the running thing I, in because the book also mentions that she loves to run. I just think they must have been so bored. Oh, yeah. Even when it was nice enough to go walk around outside, just like, what do you do? I mean, we all have this image of the British country village in our mind, even though we live today because there are so many stories set there. Um and so some of this for me is coming into this, look at their elegance of lo- yeah. living. Look at this beautiful home. Well, honestly, I think that people in their situation, like they're not rich enough to be bored. I remember when we were talking about life and clothing and stuff like that, they would have been working, doing yes. stuff for the household. So, I mean, sure, you can run around and scamper about the countryside, but they needed to contribute too. I bet a lot of the sewing they're doing is for. Yep. Yep. Now the Bingley sisters, they were probably super bored. Oh, Yeah. Well, and even this this fight with Kitty and Lydia, um, uh, Kitty's like, it's all my own work. You mm-hmm. know, I were, I trimmed my bonnet and now she wants to wear it. So showing that they, they are really working, might just be on their own wardrobe. But yeah. I want to give an immediate shout out to, uh, how do you pronounce it? Is it Julia Swahali? Swahal? She is just so good. Right? She was the perfect choice for she Lydia. She is so good. And she's like 25 here. Oh, I know. It, it's just the, the energy that she brings to it. Oh, and the she's laugh. just such a bitch. The laughter. Oh, I know. Oh, her amazing laugh. It is irreplaceable in this movie. All right, here we go. The big news. So one of the five plots that exist, a stranger comes to town. Right. Netherfield Park is let at last. <laughs> and this is the first scene where, like, when I was watching with my dad or a boy or whatever, Mr. Bennett uh, puts her down, you know, like you, you have, you want to tell me and I have no objection to hearing it. Yeah. That's a funny line. So suddenly it's like, Oh, this is going to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> a man made so. a joke. So now I'm convinced that yes. this will actually be entertaining. Yeah, women are getting owned left and right. And I Do you remember what Michaelmas is? Someone told us and now I can't remember. Yes. Michaelmas is, I believe, when they collected the taxes. Ah. Uh, so it's like tax related. So is it in April like it is in, here? Um, I think it's in September. Okay. Why do I feel like it's in the fall? One of you wrote in very kindly and yes. told us and of course I immediately forgot. It's in September. It must be in Walter. Why not? Somebody had to say it. <laughs> It's it's well integrated into because you know Elizabeth gets to say it and she's so witty so now we yeah. you know, we know if she has I mean it is wit. it is very snarky and it's perfect opportunity <laughs> yeah, for her yep. to snark to snark. Do you think that Jane actually thinks that Lizzie is funny or do you think she just kind of tolerates her like I do with base puns? <laughs> I couldn't say. I, I I I don't know. I think she's pretty funny. Um, Jane such a, had such a good sense of humor, you know. Yeah, 
she probably was like, Do you yes. think that Jane has like a secret life where inside she thinks things like Lizzie does or is she just not quite up to that level? She just really is just that nice all around. I do think she's just that nice all around. It, she's never prompted to, to um, and I'm sorry for my comments earlier. For some reason, I thought we were talking about Jane Austen thinking Lizzie is funny. Oh, like, of course no. Jane Austen thinks Lizzie is funny. No, Kristen, Jane, her sister. <laughs> See, this is weird. Why would, together. You name, why would you name a character because with your own like first name? Because there were like five names back then. That's true. Elizabeth, yeah. Jane, Beth, Lydia, Kitty. There's only five names. No. There's Louisa and Henrietta oh, and yes. Sophia and Georgiana. And Fanny. <laughs> Fanny, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and sweet Bippy. <laughs> well, and Jane uh, Bennett here saying, like, you know that, you know, father will call on our mm -hmm. new neighbor, which is just a voice of good sense. Yeah. And Mrs. Bennett is totally unwilling to listen to She's just to. so dumb. She really is dumb. <laughs> yeah. How long has she lived with this man? She I know, knows she's, he's appropriate. He's not going to not. She, I think a lot of it, though, is maybe she does know. She just wants to throw the fit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, when she says you take delight in Vex, she knows. <laughs> Some Kevin and I were talking about this, too. Some couples just get into a thing where they have a rhythm and they're like, I'm going to be high strong and you're going to mock me about it. And that's our thing. That sounds all too familiar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, like, and, you know, he he sort of relishes the nonsense. It's his only entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> and when he's sick of it, he just goes to the library. Yeah. Yeah. My library. But he has to retreat to his sanctuary, you know, like I, I, um, I'm not to be disturbed. Yeah. yeah. But again, this is, we talked about this in the last episode. This is the actor. He, you feel genuine affection between them. Yeah. He, while she is ridiculous, he does have affection for her. <laughs> I don't feel that in the book. Yeah, no. He is over it. <laughs> but this is just the actor being warm and he's, wonderful. Yes, he just seems like a wonderful guy. Oh, Lydia, girl, I feel you. I'm, <laughs> Lord, I'm, I'm so, so hungry. hungry. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel all the time. Now, with this scene, with the hairbrushing, you know, it is very domestic. It, um, It's a lot of uh, exposition. Like, oh, well, I'll just take care of your 10 children or whatever. And they have this very explicit conversation about, I want to marry for love. Well, we might not be able to do that. It's just very necessary for people who do not know the world they're entering into. Well, Andrew Davies is brilliant. Yes. He knows what he's doing. And he, he knows that he needs to establish yeah. for a modern audience what's going on. So people... Um, crap on Susanna Harker a lot. That's her name, right? Yes. Who plays Jane. I think she's great. Yeah, I think she does a great job. And, you know, she is given a line in this scene, like, which is very much a truism, like, a marriage where there's no love and respect cannot be agreeable to either mm -hmm. party, which is like, hello, duh. But that's Davy's line, not yeah. the actress's line. Um, and then you get Lizzie the snark again, of yeah. which we have daily proof. Yeah. So it kind of makes Jane seem a little bit sort of slow <laughs> yeah. slow on the uptake but that's not in the book really i mean jane's not dumb she's just a little she's let's just put just this way good. lizzie is just way smarter than your average bear yeah right yeah, but, and smarter about people and their motivations mm -hmm. jane is not interested in other people's yeah. evil mo like 
imposing her own suspicions on other people. Yeah. I just really like this scene. I think it's very important for the reasons you were stating and also because we see their relationship. Yeah. We see the differences between them. We figure out. I mean, I use the word stakes a lot in our last podcast, but that's basically it. She's like, it's going to be you, Jane. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is a heavy thing to put on someone. And she knows when yeah. she puts down that brush. Yeah. It's heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> of beauty and she is beautiful god her hair is gorgeous and it's her real hair oh, really yes it is her real hair and they allowed um she allowed them to cut off three feet of it for the front curls what yep she did she's like okay Jesus. i know i need some curls you and can. she was pregnant during a lot of this yes, too, which i had no was. idea until i watched the special features and then it seems obvious yeah in, in hindsight but i had no idea when i first watched it <laughs> um the other thing that i love her in is if there's any house of cards fans Susanna Harker was in the original British House of Cards. Oh, really? She plays the reporter that gets involved oh. with the main character. Um, I prefer the British version, actually. It's wonderful. I had no idea. There was uh, a watch version. it on. It used to be on Netflix. They might have taken it off because competition. But it's so good. No idea. Was it recorded a long time ago, or is it? Yeah, it's from the like early nineties, oh, I think. Okay. Um, probably about when this came out or before. But we watched it in college in one of my government classes. And I oh, really? just, yeah, I just loved it. Sorry, that was a no, long aside. Okay. Highly recommend. And here's Mr. Bennett drinking after, <laughs> after looking at his finances. Like, good Lord. <laughs> modern audiences can relate to. Where's his T82? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although, aren't they on like T99 now or something? The TI something, something. Yeah. Lizzie has that nice little moment where she looks in the mirror at her face, like, can I really attract a man? And she blows out the candle and you're oh, girl, you look good. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, she's so beautiful. Um, I wouldn't have expected her to be 20 years old. You know, oh, no, the actress is clearly old. Yes, yeah. Save your breath to cool your porridge. I Kimmy. love that they actually took that saying from the book and put it mm -hmm. into the movie. Didn't Andrew Davies says that if he could go back, he would have used less? Yes, because it's because he's he's too arrogant now. He's like yeah. he believes too much in his own powers now. But he was shy about doing it here, and he just tried to make the real, authentic adaptation, and it turned out so well. Well, the whole reason people like this, I think, oh, is because yeah. they keep so much. Because original. yeah, because it's the way it should be. <laughs> it's the way it should be. Bang. <laughs> She's sick of him. Sick of Mr. Bain. Until she finds out he went. And all <laughs> of a sudden, oh, these people. I know a lot of people, and I think you said you don't like um, Lost in Austin. Right. Where she goes into the book. Right. But I think it is this kind of idea where, like, if you were a modern person in this story, how much eye rolling would you have oh, to yeah. do with yeah. this? But like, oh, come on. This is also an acid test, too. Like, I've watched Pride and Prejudice and people who just didn't get into it. And if they don't think this scene is funny, mm -hmm. like the the moment where he's like, I should never have called on him. And she's like, you have called on him. If they don't, like, get the humor, mm -hmm. they're not going to have a good time with this movie. But it's I good. think it's good delightful. Yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so delightful. And it's, like, so domestic. I also, this happened earlier, but the scene where Lydia and Kitty are telling the story and kind of like interrupting each other and all, just like the rhythm they have there is so yeah. great. 
Yeah, so um, sisterly. It's very well acted and well written. It does feel, it feels very real. I believe all the relationships in this And movie. back then, if you had a piece of news, it was a big deal and you wanted to tell it, I will tell Mama. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm more important. I'm the speaker now, like that. And he wears a red coat. Who cares? Yes. <laughs> he declared to Sir William that he loves to dance. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. He, I heard that he really likes the hokey pokey. Actually, <laughs> Bingley would love <laughs> the, the hokey pokey. If you were at a wedding and hokey pokey came on, Bingley would be the first person out oh my God. on that dance floor. And doing shout a little bit louder now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing him in like his silk britches, like oh my twisting down and doing. He's oh my god! So we need to make this happen. Oh my god, that's so Darcy good. would be like me at a wedding where it's like the chicken dance, hokey pokey shout. Like no, you're not doing that stuff. I, well, I'll do shout, but I'm not doing Dude. any of that other crap. I will sit there and look sullen. <laughs> there will be a do not playlist at my wedding, and it will also include the electric slide. Oh yeah, absolutely, the electric slide. We are such a good dancer, you would never deign. Well, white people do love their line dancing. No offense to any country music fans. Um, so, Kristen, how do you think that you'd have to get a dance instructor to come to your house oh, and yes. teach your daughters, right? The dancing master would have to come and teach you. Um, maybe I'll just film myself. It's so amazing that. to me in Mansfield Park that Fanny already knows all the dances because she, and not to digress in a Mansfield Park, but she and William used to jump about to the organ in the mm -hmm. street or whatever. But somebody had to, you know, like if you hadn't done that in years, yeah. that's complicated. Well, you stuff. could also get them written down, right? They would do that even through like the 20th century. They would have like the movement of the feet. Oh, yep. They would have, you could buy pamphlets and books and stuff that would yeah. tell you how to. Yes. It, does, it doesn't seem like that's very useful, though. They need a song to teach you how to do the dance, like um, the cha-cha slide or the time warp or... Oh, dear God. <laughs> or the Cupid shuffle. Uh, now the Bingleys have walked in, and Sir William is graciously welcoming them. There's nothing that I love better than a country dance. They just look, I don't, they're so good. They just look so unhappy. <laughs> the sisters. Uh, so I'm sure many people would disagree, but as someone who has seen this movie a million times, I appreciate that they differentiate each of the dance spaces and each of the dance scenes. Oh, yeah. I'm sure if you're just watching for the first time, you're like, oh my God, all these people do is dance in ballrooms. But <laughs> if you pay attention, the music's always different. Oh, yeah. The room is always different. You can clearly. Yes, track where they are. They have a very different character, and like the ball at Netherfield, mm -hmm. they have everything of the finest. Um, and if you pay attention to the wardrobe, you can also very clearly tell that the Bingleys and Darcy and the Hearst are. Oh yes, the, with the Bingleys coming in with those uh, bold colors and silk and silks and, and feathers satins. and feathers. Yes, they and just like, look... turbany things. I love that. And then the country girls are just in these more like light colored cottons mm -hmm. and. I do enjoy in this movie that they, you see Lizzie wear the same dress a lot of times. They all wear the same dresses a lot of times. Yes. Like we know what her best dress is. Yes. She's wearing it right now. She wears it to the ball and then she wears it to Pemberley. I um, love her ward. I love her wardrobe. But you have your favorites. I love the red one. I, yes. And I, well, I love the green one with the gauze overlay. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. my favorite one. I believe she wears it during the piano scene. Mm -hmm, yeah. And I wish she could be wearing it during the, like, I always felt a little weird about her orange, um, what is that, a tippet, where it's just the arms? Oh, yeah, that little jacket. Yeah, her little pelisse, maybe. I just referred to it as her jacket. <laughs> I just, I really love the red one that she wears to Rosings. I think that one's really beautiful. She wears it a couple other times, too. 
this is a stupid point, but when Mrs. Bennett says, Kitty and Lydia, my youngest, you see they're dancing, she can't really point at them. I don't know if that was rude. Oh, yeah. She just gestures towards the yeah. dancing people. And Where there was 10 girls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's so beautiful. That look that she gives yeah. him when he asks her to dance. This a lot A lot of people also say that, like, Lizzie is clearly so much more pretty than Jane in this. But I don't think so. And I think not for the time, too. I think that people would find Jane. I have a very... Her countenance. Yes, her countenance. Yes. I had a very weird reaction the first time I saw this movie. I was like, why didn't they cast them in opposing roles? Because Jane is prettier. Because I hadn't read the book. Yeah. And I was like, Susanna Harker, the actress, is prettier than the other actress. But now I don't even feel that way at all. I just I just feel like Jennifer Ely is just the height of beauty. Mm -hmm. But that's just because we love her character. Yeah, I mean, she is love beautiful. Her. She, and we she love is. her character But we so grow much. to, we fall in love with her just like, just like Darcy does. Mm -hmm. At first, Jane seems more beautiful. And he's like, oh, Elizabeth is like, whatever. Not then, pretty enough, not handsome enough to tempt him. Yes, and then he she becomes oh, the most look handsome. Look at this face. Look at his oh. adorable, <laughs> smiling. Face. He's just so Crispin Bonham Carter. It's just so good. So what has just happened is Darcy has bowed and walked away in the rudest manner possible. And <laughs> Bingley has looked back and then like looks at her with such chagrin. It's just like ding. And he's like, <laughs> smiles. Like, it's okay. <laughs> he's just so wonderful. Oh, what a cutie. He's very British. We've talked about this before, how he's the most British person that ever yeah, British oh yeah. down the pipe. Crispin Bonham Carter. <laughs> yes, Helena Bonham Carter's brother? A so, cousin. Cousin. Like third cousin. They don't even know each other, I think oh, he said. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. Yeah. Quite ill-favored, that Mr. Darcy. Mm -hmm. Well, he he is very handsome, right? But he clearly, I mean, Colin Firth is doing a good job of looking like he's going to puke at any minute. Like, yeah. he is not having a good time. <laughs> yeah. He, the facial expression makes him pretty unlike. Unlikeable. That cravat is so high. It's like swallowing his <laughs> chin. He is not interested. But he brought, oh, yes, the cravat. Darcy's cravat is very protective of him. It's all about the side. Whereas uh, Bingley has this waterfall necktie going yeah. on, and he it's, he's wearing it. It's not wearing him. He's wearing the necktie. I feel like the cravat kind of loosens up as the movie goes on, though, doesn't it? Yes. Well, there's certainly some cravat loosening. <laughs> Kevin just laughed. <laughs> I bet when you come home from a long day, you just like slowly untie Kevin's cravat. And then you try to yank it out. He's like, what? No, Kevin. Oh, no, it's the guys dancing. Yeah, oh, the drunk guys. Skirt. Oh, they I try like it when they add these little yes, scenes. They try a little bit to show us the other classes, even though the books, you know. So those are the drivers, right? Yeah, I believe so. The coachmen. And they're like, doing hornpipes and drinking their asses off. Is it the Kira Knightley version where someone actually steps in horse crap? Um, or like watch out where you step? Yes, no, that's Sense and Sensibility. Mrs. Jennings. Oh, the, right, Watch right. out, dears. The horses have been here or whatever. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of dancing in mm. this first episode. This is the extended dance mix, which was not in the original miniseries they aired on TV in the U.S., they had to cut it down for time. And oh. so when I first oh. got this DVD, I was like, oh, my God, there's so much more. And I was so excited. I love I love when they do these tracking shots where the camera follows Darcy. Uh -huh. And you either see what he sees or you just see him move through the room. And here it starts on Darcy, passes off to Sir William, who continues walking. And then we land yes. on Lizzie. The director does a really amazing job of keeping up. It doesn't feel static. Yeah. And you would think with dancing, oh, how would it feel static? But they move the camera 
in ways that you don't just feel like it's cut to this person, cut to that person. As an awkward person, I have walked around parties many a time uh, trying to like look like I'm being there, but not actually. Should I put a GoPro on you? Yes. Put a GoPro on you. And they'll just like track the whole thing. (laughs) Yes. Until I like pull her out on the dance floor and then she can't be awkward anymore. Then we'll just be awkward slamming our bodies together. (laughs) (laughs) What's just happened is that Mary has made her comments about like, I should infinitely prefer a book, but it's so sad because she's obviously sitting out because she's been left behind by the men. So naturally she comes this defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. This is when um, Bingley chides Darcy deservedly standing about in this stupid manner. With the biggest smile He's on his face. He's such a baby about it, too. I, I certainly shall not be. <laughs> like so a get over yourself. Grumpy toddler. Right? He is. Yeah. But then he's going to compliment Jane, so that's cool. Even when they dance, they seem so stuffy. Stuffy, rigid. Yeah, yeah. the sisters. Fastidious as you are for a kingdom. <laughs> well put. This is kind of the biggest speech Bingley gets. Yeah. They cut out a lot of his uh, clever banter, so a lot of people think he's stupid in this. That's true. He has much more clever banter in the book at Netherfield. Mm-hmm. He's so passionate. She's the most beautiful creature I ever beheld. He's sort of like, I mean, I don't want to compare him to Mrs. Bennet, but he feels strongly yeah. right away. And he has these immediate strong reactions. Like, she's the most beautiful creature I ever beheld. He's immediately yeah. captivated. But he's also a smart guy and he's not an a, idiot. He's in a rage to approve of everyone and everything that he's true. It's, so but, they are a perfect match. You know, later Lizzie says to Colonel Fitzwilliam, he's a sensible man with taste and judgment. Yeah. And that is really true. Yeah. I mean, he has taste and judgment to value Jane Bennett. So. Um, but he seems so young and so outgoing. and He's a puppy. Like he would be in He's a Labrador. If, if he was in college, party. he would be the life of the party. I know, and like throwing parties all the time. You would totally invite Bingley to your party. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, hello. Close in on Colin Firth. Yes. Hello. Oh, oh, I love that. Oh, he like looks away oh, and immediately yeah. looks she back. Laughs. She's laughing at him right now with, yep. with Charlotte Lucas. You guys he, have no idea how many times I have rewound and looked at that, that little, little look. uncertain look, and then sort of look away, mm-hmm. and then he realizes he's been heard, and he's a laughing stock. But he also, in that moment, he seems to feel kind of bad, like. Oh no, she heard. Yeah, he does. Path. He does. He feels chagrined. I think. Which ashamed. Not, he feels ashamed. Which is not really in the book, right? Like we never see in the book that no. he has heard her laughing at him. Yeah, um, this so, is all things that they have put in. I don't know if it's a, a character choice by Andrew Davies or the director or Colin Firth, but it makes him feel more fully it's, realized. I, I agree. So, and I think it's smart because we already see his evolution starting when she's sort of, we, we see she has the ability to wound him and mm-hmm. he can be wounded by being laughed at and um, all of a sudden his uncertainty. Mm-hmm. That, and that is the seed of the uncertainty which will eventually like cause him to have to change. Um, I mean, he's not feeling it yet, but he will. Okay, so new project, get Bay to grow sideburns like <laughs> He would do it. He'd go for it. And then they reco- I'm so fad. Interesting. I guess that means tired. Yes. <laughs> fact. There's another line. I always where she's thought like, she was saying I'm so fat. I did not know until we watched this with the uh, subtitles. Yeah, no. She was saying I'm so fat. There's Some another interesting... scene, too, where um, she's like, Lord Denny, Denny glass, fetch me a glass of wine. I'm so fagged that everybody heard is fat. Oh. And I learned this from reading The Republic of Pemberley when I was like in high school. There are all these explainers. Oh, 
I and love this. Also, would that he have broken his ankle on the first day? <laughs> yes, if you watch this scene and you don't find this funny, you're a lost cause. Kevin, is this funny? No lace. You know, when he said, <laughs> no, no lace, lace. This is no Bennett. more. I cannot take it. <laughs> I'm well, sure this is so funny because I'm sure Bay feels this way a lot when I'm talking mm -hmm. to him. At least this is I, Bennett, I beg. beg you. <laughs> well, in the book, it just said, it just says, Mr. Bennett absolutely protested against any description of finery for, for Davies to make it. No lace, Mrs. Bennett, I beg you. <laughs> it's funny, too, because they've only just met Darcy. And despite the fact, we talked about this a bit in the last episode, he puts forth this thing where he can never act in a certain way because he doesn't want to bring shame to Pemberley but they've known him for like an hour and they already hate yeah, him like this is you're doing more harm yep. he needs better PR he does need better PR. today <laughs> the Darcy's would totally have a media consultant oh sure PR person. yeah and awkward apologies non-apologies be, would be issued all the time yes not <laughs> awkward non-apology <laughs> <laughs> See, and here Bingley and his sisters are, and Darcy, doing the debrief of the dance. Right. Everybody does it. And they're not having fun. Like, back at the Bennett household, all the girls are oh, excited. Yeah, they're all laughing. Mrs. Bennett is all excited. And well, they had fun. They had fun at the dance. To them, it was a chore, except yes, to Bingley. except to Bingley. So Bingley's having a happy debrief, and everybody else is like, she smiles too much. I love this. It's like the criticism. She smiles. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny that when Miss Bingley says, but her mother, Ooh. Bingley has, Bingley doesn't have anything to say. He just sort of shakes his head, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's the, I should have soon called her mother a wit joke, that these women repeat ad nauseum. Like, it's the funniest thing in the world. They're just, like, terrible sycophants. And they are. Awful people. They are. Bingley, how did he end up so lovely? I know. With these sisters. I think probably because they feed off each other, you know? Like, he, oh, they would hang yeah. out, the two of them, and there wasn't... When you grow out of a certain age, you don't mix a lot um, among the sexes. That's so right. I imagine that he had his own separate stuff going on. And That's maybe right. he had better people. He probably went to Oxford, and they were educated at one of the finest private seminaries in town. Just with where those they grew mean girls. Snobby. Yes, mean girls. That's what they are. Mr. Hurst, like, one line... <laughs> Damn tedious waste of an evening. <laughs> Thanks for showing up and getting your SAG card. And Bingley even doesn't look that pleasing. He like, hates oh. that guy. Oh. But just how horrible, right? Like, let's say that you don't like your in-laws. Let's just say hypothetically. In today's world, you don't really have to hang out with them that right. much, probably. Right. But he has to, like, support this hanger-on. They live with him. Yes. Yes, they have no place. Like, the book says he's a man of more fashion than fortune. And so they clearly don't go to their own estate. And they're just, like, hanging on their brother's wealth. Ugh. And he's such a good guy. But every yeah, night, this, every oh, night, got to hang out with him while he gets around. Shall we have any sport today? Like, he doesn't even participate in the conversation. It's like, damn tedious waste of game. <laughs> it's interesting the decision Davies made. And I know the scene is over now. But for the sisters to say, um, we are not afraid of you, Mr. Darcy. And for him to say... Well, I would not have you so. <laughs> Almost shows that he's trying to um, trying to keep good appearances up with the sisters, trying mm -hmm. to be friends with them, trying to show that they're all in all buddies together. And it's funny to see that evolve when he becomes less and less less interested in making fun of the Bennets. I've now put my arm around Kristen. We're on a date. Yeah. I'm gonna fall asleep. On Don't shore. fall asleep because then you'll wake up snoring and go damn tedious waste of an <laughs> afternoon. <laughs>
I just, I don't know, like just the contrast between the two parties and stuff and two places is very, it's a good, excellent point. Their relationship as sisters is so warm and the Bingley bitches are just so like cruel and mean. The sisters are always laughing. And as Sir William says, like, we want to be all easy, no awkwardness or ceremony. And that's what Sir William's all about. Um, and the girls are just like, or the sisters are just like, oh, quiet. Yeah. Like, we actually that doesn't prefer sound- awkwardness. <laughs> we like ceremony. Okay. So I was uh, watching some other thing where they were talking about the miniseries. And the woman on the podcast was saying, keep your eye on the actress who plays Mariah Lucas because she's actually hysterical in the background. Like, she was into it. <laughs> like, they just panned past her standing at the piano with Jay. And she goes, oh, she looks so bored. <laughs> She does a great job. So this is Colonel Foster. Is that right? Yes, Colonel this Foster. This old guy with that young wife. And his, tiny, and his 15-year-old wife. Um, so weird. Is she really 15 in the book? Yep. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, more in Alabama is like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Sorry, God. too soon. No, that's all right. Um, oh, here's the gaffe where Sir William mm. offers to introduce them at Sir James, at St. James's Court. Which he's obnoxious. He's obsessed with one topic. Yeah. He's obsessed with his own importance. But his like honorable mention knighthood. Yeah. He really, <laughs> yes, his honorable mention knighthood. But he really is like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I'll help you get into what seems like the most important thing in the world to me. Um, he has a very established place in the country society that he is proud of, where he is Lord Lucas, you know. Like, that's his deal. Or he's not, what is he? Sir Lucas? Sir Lucas. Yeah. Sir William Lucas. Sir William. But it's not a title that will pass on. No. It's not a landed title. No, it is not. It's like, oh, and he, and the girls just made that little joke. I'm sure he kept a very good sort of shop. Yes. And for years, I didn't know, I didn't put two and two together that their fortune was made through trade. They're such hypocrites, no, right? Is. Oh, and, and if so you gross. didn't have, have you hadn't read the book, you wouldn't get the hypocrites. Oh, she's wearing my green dress. That green dress is my Okay, so we just saw Darcy staring at something. The camera panned across the entire room, and we see he's staring at Lizzie. It's a beautiful Which is a little creeper. Yes. I'm going to say he is very much a creeper. He's not like Edward in Twilight levels of creepy, but he is definitely. (laughs) And she knows. In in her room while she's (laughs) sleeping, standing over her bed. (laughs) But uh, she knows he's staring. She knows, but she's not discomforted she's not disconcerted she's just like well she's like he only makes people uneasy but she's laughing at him oh can ridiculous. we talk about how little sanderson oh i do most <laughs> passionately most passionately <laughs> the guy has one line but he nails it he's so, so good, good. <laughs> i also think that denny is hot as hell yeah denny is, denny is hot denny is hot Sanderson does a good job. Play something jolly, Mary. Not to dance. Apologies if you're just listening to this and we say the lines in a terrible English <laughs> Yes, accent. terrible, terrible English But they're accents. so good. You just have to. I love this woman standing next to Mrs. Bennett who also looks horrified by her behavior. <laughs> Did you just notice that? I never, never noticed that. that. She was like, oh, like if she had pearls, she'd been clutching them. But there was definitely some side eye. Yeah. There are still two movements. She says, <laughs> yes, everything. Oh, and Julia Sama's expression, like the one eyebrow yeah. like, of disgust. <laughs> Lydia's huge eyeball. And and Darcy even gets a good reaction shot where he's like, oh. <laughs> that, you know, like I said before, like, that was my jam. That, I was yeah, like, really my jam. Yeah, like, 
Um, there's my Eileen yeah. Bosa with a little stare there. Um, oh my god, they're so cute. And the little kids, they're just they in see uniform. this is just like a little family party. The mm -hmm. little kids are dancing with them. I just love that touch. Um, and of, of course, Darcy wouldn't want to dance where just like it's five people and two little kids dancing. But isn't this the one where he actually says he yeah. would dance with her? And so yeah. that's even more that's incredible. How, yes, that's it. they really emphasize how it's just a little nothing dance. I just love everyone in this. All of the, even second, like Charlotte, the, the woman who plays Charlotte is so good. Everyone's so good. Yeah, she's even. really good. And, and so now they're talking about how Jane should show more affection than she feels. But I just want to say something about Charlotte. The woman who plays her is actually beautiful. Yeah. And she's this gorgeous skin. And like, they just gave her a butt cut. And she's like, TV ugly. Like, uh, she's TV ugly. Yeah. They just parted her hair in the middle without any curls in front. And then we're supposed to believe she's this ugly, undesirable woman. You when, know? You <laughs> when you adapt this for uh, high school, you just put her in glasses. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, yeah. movie ugly. <laughs> movie ugly. You yeah. just like part her hair in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And then just like have everyone tell her she's plain. <laughs> And here's Lizzie acting like Charlotte has, has been making a joke and being like satirical or whatever. She doesn't want to like, believe that yeah, she's that, that she could really hold mercenary. That. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm not gonna. I I would definitely fall more on the Lizzie spectrum, but as someone who is now 37 and still single, like I understand what she's saying. <laughs> yeah, if you she... get a shot, you better don't yeah. throw away your shot, Kristen. <laughs> I didn't. I got my hooks in very early. <laughs> <laughs> she's no. like a hamilton over here charlotte knows what's up it's just too bad it was mr collins i love david bamber is that the gentleman who plays yeah uh, Colin. yeah he's so good his response to the every savage can dance he's like oh uh, yeah okay what's that over here <laughs> just quite <laughs> I mean, he knows he's just been... He's been kind of put down. Body slammed. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Moved this way. Oh, 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 hey, Lizzie. What's up? This is very humiliating when he tries to... It's to be like, like this is a very desirable partner. Yeah. I could see my mother doing this. Yeah. Why are old people always making things <laughs> awkward? <laughs> not old no How no dare you i just meant of a earlier generation though. yes well it's even worse because we're jewish right mm. <laughs> margaret my friend in torah study was telling me <laughs> that his grandson is single <laughs> and is looking for company during the holidays uh, and you're like i am not inclined to dance <laughs> I think I may promise you, mother, never to dance. <laughs> yeah, this is so great. He's like, look at the inducement. Look at this woman. The inducement. It's not like dance. she's actually a person. She's yeah. just like a a sex object. Yeah. Like women are always discussed in terms of how beautiful they are. Like that's their most important. It must have been so frustrating for jane austen who did have such a brilliant mind oh my god i can't even imagine although i i feel like she was probably known for being so smart. good company yeah but it was probably she, not she was always really valued being good company in one of the many in one of her letters about being in portsmouth and middle-aged she wrote to her sister and she's like you wouldn't believe it but somebody asked me to dance at the dolphin dance at the dolphin the other night and um it was uh, sort of like a little bit of 
surprised that she would even be asked, but of course she would be. She's awesome. Yeah, I can relate to that. I mean, despite the fact I am now in like a long-term relationship, I was single for a long time. And like when anyone would show you would be interested, it was like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Cool. Is this a trick? <laughs> <laughs> we just passed the scene where he tells Miss Bennett that she's he's enamored of Lizzie's mm. fine eyes. Oh, and she does that breathing thing, right? <gasps> Everyone's so good. She's just so good. She is the definitive Miss Bingley. Yes, she is. She's pissed and now she's out for blood and she's going to use her little barbs at every... That actress is so wonderful. And, you know, she also played Duckface. Yes. In um, (laughs) Duckface. Seven... uh, What is it? Oh, God. Four Weddings weddings and a Funeral. funeral. But I feel like she's kind of typecast. Oh, yeah. But she's just so good. She's good. And she's got that formal haircut with the two little curls at Mm -hmm. each side of her forehead. She's so fussy looking. So, can I have the carriage? <laughs> this is pretty brilliant, though. This is like my level of manipulation. <laughs> I do this shit all the time. Oh, take the horse. It'll rain. Stay all night. I'll come up with this like Machiavelli scheme. Yeah. And Bay is like, what? Like, it's going to work. Trust me. <laughs> I would not, however, expose my eldest daughter to flu and possible oh, death. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, I say that, but I don't know. Maybe I Times are tough. I don't want to get kicked out of my house. Yeah. You need your daughter to support you. I would have, life. like, I would have been even more. I've been, like, I will walk you to their door, introduce you to Mr. Bingley myself. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma totally tried to do me, do that to me once with this guy who worked at her golf club, like this um, cashier guy who worked in the gift shop at their golf club. <laughs> And she'd been talking him up to me and talking me up to him. And then she introduced us and it was the most awkward thing. But I tried to make conversation. He was like, yeah, whatever. Oh, you just trying to be nice. Yeah. I'm like, you work in a gift shop. What are you getting all (laughs) high and mighty about? Not that it's not appropriate to work in it, but I'm just saying. My grandma was like that tall, cool drink of water. (laughs) (laughs) It was cute, but it was awkward. Oh, now Jane is getting grilled over the lobster in her beautiful little shawl. She's so And then she, like, um, she swoons at the table. In my head, she just, like, full-on pukes in her Yeah, I know. Right? They they (laughs) kind of imply that, right? they kind of imply that. Okay, got him. Grace Church Street. (laughs) So they're trying to get her to say Cheapside. Which part of London is that? They just want her to say Cheapside. Yeah. The camera angles are funny, too, Mm because they're very much... Leaning over, over her, her yeah. like interrogators. <laughs> she like the other ladies just like takes a bite of food. Just like, oh. and they have these crazy servants who stand there the whole time. Uh-huh. It's like incredible. Mm-hmm. So now Jane has a fever. Good job, Mrs. Bennett. <laughs> and here they are in the morning family table. And once again, it seems so much more cozy than yeah. this. It's- People do not die of little, little tri- tri- Yes, they do. Yes, they do, Mrs. Bennett. You are terrible. If this was a different, if this was a gothic novel, she'd cough and you'd know it was over. Oh, yeah, just one little tiny cough. <coughs> oh, TV. That's it. Galloping consumption. Oh, my God. It's not just quick moving. It's galloping. Well, that's from, do you ever read Anne of Green Gables? One of I the, do. It's right over there on the bookshelf. But it's been years. Yeah. One of the characters is described as having the galloping consumption. 
hint hint for me to send for the carriage and then she's going to be independent and walk only three miles i mean that's what i do in my 5k jog so yeah, sure. yeah. i just can't believe they had shoes comfortable enough to walk three miles oh i know can you imagine i, I guess lizzie's feet must have been like two oh, inches of rocks. callus yes I could count as my new beautiful like New Balance, like <laughs> your you Nike. Yeah, but they oh just had like a thin layer of leather. I love this. Let's call on him early before he is dressed. What a shock he will get! And then they do this. Um, oh, it's so clever and cute, just like real two of the silliest girls in the country. I wonder if they came up with a lot of this through like rehearsing, uh, maybe and just working on that relationship. Yeah, and... yeah. Like it just feels so natural, you know. You know how young girls have their little in jokes and mm -hmm. they're very curious about sex, but are... well, especially then they wouldn't tell them anything. They yeah. have no idea. Yeah, they, they don't know. Like, how'd you get <laughs> pregnant? I actually don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Braining of ankles. Is, is a, this the only time we kind of see her like with a little purse going on? Yeah, she has a little she red have bag. Little bag. It's pro probably full of like remedies. She has her lip gloss in it. <laughs> remedies. Yeah. yeah, her lip gloss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An extra oh, pair of shoes for when these wear out. We'll leave home without your lip gloss. <laughs> um, Car keys. <clears throat> and I always kind of feel like she could have avoided that mud if she was a. She just doesn't to. care. That's what's good. That's she's like, she's oh, just well. not give a flip. Oh, yeah. And then they meet oh, in the yard. Yes. Davies put in the script. He's like, Darcy gets an erection. And I'm not I'm not trying to be crude. That's yeah. what Davies actually wrote in the script. Well, she's so like she is. She's all blushed in her. She's yeah. her cheeks are rosy yeah. and her eyes are sparkling. Yeah. It's she's like a wild nymph that's just emerged <laughs> from the woods. I'm kind of going like off here, but she they did a very True. good job of making her look very like she said they call her wild later, yeah. but she does look like and her. her color is up and yeah. all of a sudden he's walking around these ordered grounds and all of mm. a sudden this like wildness and excitingness comes into his life in the form of Lizzie Bennett. Poor Jane. She looks terrible. They did a good job making her. They like feverish. sprayed water in her face <laughs> to make her look clammy. And her little curls are all coming out all sweaty. Poor thing. And now it's the scandal of the century. Oh, my God. She, she walked, walked here. But contrast this with, you know, how Fanny can't even walk to the end of the road. Oh, yeah. And without, in like, Mansfield Park, without, yeah. like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, Lizzie is very hardy. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Her hair, Louisa. Oh, her petticoat. That probably wasn't very funny if you're listening, but I said it right at the same time, and it was quite amusing. Your read was right on. That's wait till we get to Mr. Collins, because every time, it's happened twice this weekend. <laughs> it's Mr. Collins! Like, no where I am. I'm not going to sit with him for anyone. In the middle of the movie theater. Mr. Collins! <laughs> my mom is like, oh my gosh, I know! <laughs> so this woman who plays Louisa... Um, the married sister was also had also played Mrs. Elton in the Kate Beckinsale oh. adaptation, I believe. And so she's do, she's good at being mildly abrasive, oh. and just kind of vaguely uh, snobby, snotty. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> that's why I like oh, I'm yeah. smiling. That fake smile. Awkward. They were brightened by the exercise. Oh, great. Yeah. I just love the line. Um, is in trade and, and lives in Cheapside. And I just love Bingley. 
you know, they, they would be, what, do I, what is it? He's about to say it. Just as agreeable to me if the uncle's enough to fill all cheap size. <laughs> Darcy's a realist. So even though, I mean, he's saying this for himself because he's attracted to Lizzie, but he has to remind himself. I think he's also trying to say, Bingley, she's a gold digger. I didn't say no, she's a gold I don't think he's saying that. About Jane? Um, Clearly not. He, he's sort of saying in the abstract that if they were to chase after us, they would have a motivation for doing so. I think he's reminding Bingley and himself just to be real. Yeah. Like, this is not going to happen. This is not going to increase our social standing. They look so pissed that she's going to stay. Yeah, they do. And he's such a sweetheart to offer that. But I think you're right. Like, Darcy's already <laughs> talking to himself, trying mm -hmm. to say, this is not going to happen. That shows how seriously he's thinking of her. Well, he just popped an erection right when she walked around <laughs> the corner, apparently. <laughs> wow. I had no idea. How racy. Yeah. Uh, David, they did a good job of of putting sex just under the surface in this. Yeah, um, in this like when he takes his ball and he sees her frolicking with the big dog. Oh, that's right, ogling her out a window. No, that's creeper. With the dog. Okay, and creeper. It would have been better if she looked up and he had to, like duck behind <laughs> the drapes. So they just go out and shoot birds all day, I guess. I suspect he wouldn't have ducked behind the corner. I suspect he would have been like, "Yeah, I'm staring at you. So what? And I'm I Darcy, my, and like, I could do whatever." Do you think I want. he would have done a little shimmy? <laughs> This is not that interesting. I'm Fitzwilliam Darcy, motherfucker. This is not really commentary, but do you find it weird? He doesn't use a towel. They just put a house coat on him. It's like, was that the deal? I don't Did they have towels. towels? I don't know how it works. I don't know. Anyone who knows about the provenance of creation of towels. <laughs> I mean, why use a freaking towel when you can wear, <laughs> wear a house wears, uh, silk? <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, now or a smoking a, jacket. I do smoking, enjoy it. Yes, a smoking jacket. Yeah. So she is wearing her best dress. This is the dress she wears to the ball. This is the dress she wears to Pemberley. And she's wearing it just to hang out with them at dinner. Because they're so rich and important. Oh, wait. Is this? Yeah, no, this yeah, is it, it right? Is. Yeah, it's, yeah the it's, the, it's the one she wears to Netherfield. She's about to encounter him in the billiard room. You'll notice, too, that Lizzie always has a square neckline. Uh-huh. And Jane always has a V-neck. And I think they do that to distinguish them yeah. from people who can't tell white people apart. I often have trouble <laughs> telling... <laughs> male leads apart in movies. Like, oh, really? uh, the Departed had Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio. I know who they are. I know who they are individually, <laughs> but when they were in the same movie, I was so confused. I'm also very face blind. It took me half of a movie to figure out that it was um, Lord uh, Grantham from Downton Abbey who was playing the lead in the movie I was watching. Paddington. Paddington the Bear. And when I figured <gasps> out, I like had a meltdown. I was like, that's oh my god! And it has, oh, how cute. I still don't know what Kevin oh, looks he like. Oh, he has to hit the ball into the corner pocket due to his pent-up sexuality. Just <laughs> wait until he starts like parrying and... Oh yeah, thrust. Yeah. <laughs> I shall conquer this. <laughs> well, I can't remember what Kevin's face looks like under that beard. <laughs> saw pictures, we saw pictures of him the other day. It's, it's uh, such a baby. He's such a sweetie little baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does over this him. extremely formal inquiry about mm. Jane. I think the formality is what would really undo me. I would have the reputation of Lydia just because I don't think in an environment like this I would be capable of maintaining the formality. Yep. yep. And Lydia is having more fun. Yeah, but nobody likes her. <laughs> right. I would hope I could tread a line between Lizzie and Lydia. I love that. I deserve neither such praise nor such censure. I'm not a great reader, but I 
do a lot of stuff that's good. <laughs> At the card table, all Bing, all Miss Bingley can do is reference Mr. Darcy in every line. Mm -hmm. like, what are you doing so secretly? Oh, please tell her this. Please tell her that. Georgiana. <laughs> They're so <laughs> British. <laughs> She's another um, actor too, the the lady who plays Georgiana. When I see her in other things, oh, oh dear Georgiana! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen her in anything. Oh, I've seen else. her in other things. She's popped up in quite a few other uh, costume dramas. Uh, it is very strange seeing these actors in modern day things. Yes. yes. I think we just it's, he just he's like Jane. They both see just the good in everyone. Okay, so who's right here, Kristen? Is she right that she knows many accomplished women, or is he correct that she's full of crap and you have to have way more? They clearly actually have different standards because well, this is a money thing. Miss Bingley is all about her manner of walking, and Darcy is very much only about hard intellectual accomplishments. So while Miss Bingley wants to agree with him, because of course everything Darcy says is right. She also has her own opinions. So she's like, no, no, we have so many. And she also wants mm -hmm. to aggrandize herself and her set. We have so many accomplished women. Oh, God. I think that's back to. Well, I think they're actually correct. Is she saying I don't know a lot of accomplished women? I think that the Bingleys are Mrs. Bingley is correct here that she doesn't move in their like they yeah. don't have private tutors to speak yeah. to teach them French and German or how to do this art or travel the world. You know, they don't have that experience it's a very specific dig and mm -hmm. distinction i love how they end that scene with darcy just staring at her again that's what he does through this whole first episode yeah, he just stares. stares at people yeah and it's a very intense it's got that like charles manson it's like charles yes. manson but benevolent <laughs> <laughs> you know how he had that weird yeah yeah crazy eyed stare um, are we to be invaded by every bennett in the country <laughs> Oh, they're just such whiners. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, poor you. You have to spend 15 minutes with the nice lady who came to... I mean, she is pretty awful, though. Yeah. Mrs. Bennett is kind of... But they're on their best behavior. Yes, they are. Except for then they can't help cracking up the nonsense. It is very funny to me <laughs> to see how um, Kitty and Lydia are in this scene where they're so quiet. It's the quietest they ever are because they're so into... And when she speaks up about the ball... Yeah, they can't stop looking around. Either yeah. their eyes are like wide as saucers. Like, look how classy it is in here. Look at all the draperies, like the high ceilings. Mm -hmm. She's so cold and ceremonious. Mm -hmm. Oh, she'll get every possible attention. Yeah. We have to talk so it's not just dead air. No one's actually watching. I'm watching the movie. I know. God, Margaret. <laughs> you stop bothering me. I'm trying to watch the movie. I don't watch that movie. Um, but you have to say something because a lot this, of people are just going to listen to this at work. This is um, the scene where he makes this gaffe where Bingley is like, "Do you? wouldn't you like to stay in the country forever? And he's like, gives his real opinion. And um, somebody pointed like, out would? to me that while when she gets her claws out, he just doesn't say anything, turns around and walks to oh, the window. Oh, classic Darcy. Classic Darcy. But she, um, the way they set up the scene, Elizabeth winds up between mm -hmm, them. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like protecting him. Yep, he's behind her. Yeah. 
and now the sisters are cracking up. That is a classic four, Darcy four move, though. Families. Someone says something I don't like, I will just roll my eyes and then walk away. Yeah, he does that in one of the last scenes where she starts talking about yeah. Lydia, and then, and then he just gets up and looks up, and he's like, <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I want. It's a very symbolic of him wanting to escape a social social situation mm-hmm. that he's not getting into. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to turn my attention to the outside world. She gets in a good dig here, I yeah. think. Never. Let's talk about her hat because her hat is <laughs> off the chain. It's this like huge round. I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's a big puff ball. It is a giant puff ball. Um, and there's no point to it. It doesn't keep any sun off her face. It's just to right. cover their hair because, of yeah. course, they never wash their hair. Lydia gets to name the day of the ball. That oh. is like... If I was throwing a party and someone else told me what day it was happening, but they don't have, they don't, they don't every have day is the same. Do, right. And Bingley's like so embarrassed about his sister's behavior and they're mm-hmm. cracking up that yeah. he feels like he has to go one beyond because yeah, he's I such a right. sweetheart. But she gets one more dig in here. That's what I call gentlemanly behavior. Like she can't stop yeah. when her claws are out. Yes. Colin Firth in the bath. Yeah. Look at that tub, that copper, that copper tub. You have and someone like, to pour just water on. servants come and just, it's almost like he has little birds and woodland animals just <laughs> dressing They braid his hair for him yeah. in the morning. They trim his sideburns. Yeah. yeah. Are those technically mutton chops? I don't think they're big enough to be mutton chops. I don't know. Um, you saw Regency House, right? Like the British show. Oh, yeah, but that was a while ago. Um, one of the things that stuck with me is that they did do baths, but that everybody in the household had to use the same, same bathtub water. and the same water. When the dad go first, like yeah. it was down in yeah, in the in the servants' quarters, they definitely did it by seniority. And so, if you were last, you just had to sit in this dirty bath water. That's nasty. Well, at least they were having baths yeah. uh, at this by this point. Some, some of them anyway. Yeah, he gets this very cool. He's a very coat. he is a tall drink of water though. He is. Look, I'm so tall. I you know me like a. I try not to objectify, but he's a handsome man. Yes. I mean, very handsome. Man. He he got this role because he's really good, but also. Yeah. Because it's a lot of physicality, that, yeah. that tallness, that every time he gets up or sits down, he's got to fold himself up or, yeah. you know, expand himself. And it's just this physicality. Like a Georgia O'Keeffe flower. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not quite uh, like So, that. by the way, if anybody knows what type of dog that is that she's hanging out with, feel free oh, to Oh, the big spotted dog. Yeah. It's a kind of hound, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not quite a Great Dane, but it's got that like boxy face. If you know that type of dog, let me know. I've always wondered. I always notice that when he's looking down on her, she's you know playing around, and she's got some chest bouncy oh yeah action on. going on. Like he's totally he's looking at her body. Yeah, she actually I think wears the Regency clothes the best of anything. Well, yes, I agree. She's got the body for it. Yeah, she really does. Because when you have that high waist, you really want to have something yeah. to show Well, off. she probably would have been considered bust, like too busty oh, yeah. back then, right? Because yeah. you wanted to just be like a the straight, column. The straight column. Like uh, the lady who plays Miss Bingley would probably be like the idea. Or Georgiana. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear Georgiana! <laughs> and she does have a beautiful figure. I should name my daughter that, and then I can just refer and to I, her I, as I, my dear Georgiana. I love this awkwardness of Miss Bingley coming over to Darcy and even twisting her head around to try to read his book, and mm-hmm. he just doesn't even. Leaning. Oh, we just watched Wild you were sleeping and there's that scene like he looks like he's leaning i've never seen it oh my, well you wouldn't like it, it has bill pullman oh okay Kristen hate hates bill pullman for anyone out there who doesn't know that it makes no sense this is a weird dress that elizabeth is wearing because it's pink she doesn't wear it very often and it's um it's almost a little bit more heightened as far as emotion or mm-hmm. um, sexuality goes things are coming to a head mm-hmm. shocking abominable reply <laughs> they will say to that <laughs> say that to me mm-hmm. when i say things too 
but Miss Bingley is actually a champion flirter in this scene. Oh, yeah. She's bringing it huh? with everything she's got. Yeah. She's got that witty repartee. He's just not uh, going for it. Yeah. She, she's more calling a spade a spade, kind of being blunt. Rather than these conversational sallies and parries. This, this whole scene is fantastic in the book and in the show. It's just so well done. This, like, verbal sword fight they have going on. Those weaknesses that expose strong understanding to ridicule. He exposes himself to so much ridicule and mm -hmm. he has no idea. It took me a long time to parse pride where there is a real superiority of mind. It's like, what does that even mean? Will always be under good regulation. So if you're smart enough, you can have pride and keep it under control and not it's let not it get false out of control. Pride. Um, if you're cool like me, it's not a sin to be prideful. It's just what is do you yes. for being awesome. It's I'm other people. Appropriately proud. Other people who have false pride. That's a sin. Here, when he confesses that he his temper is resentful, he seems very um, intimidating almost. Mm. He seems kind of evil or like not evil does he blink at all when yeah. the camera is on him in this scene he doesn't it is very intense he's, intense. he's so intense yeah. and they have this angry conversation oh, yeah. yours is willfully to misunderstand it's so good oh and I'm, uh, uh, how Bingley dare you breaks in at a good moment yeah. though she and she's knows. like okay this has gone too far we're being too serious we're making accusations uh the tension's in the air time to play some piano he really doesn't. He does not blink at all. In he doesn't. He's and he, staring right And he doesn't look away even when she starts playing the piano. Um, he's sort of defending himself. Mm -hmm. Oh, young love. I just love her voice. Thank you, sir. You are very, very kind. kind. Yeah. I would like to hang out with Jane. What a sweetheart. Be a good example for me. Yeah, yeah, I know a mentor who. Ah, <laughs> uh, did you know that the name was Rossiter? Drive on Rossiter. I always heard Roster. Well, and now we know not because of this. <laughs> Thank you. Subtitles. Now we yeah, know. Yeah. Now we know. Now we know. And Darcy watches them go. In the book, he's realizing he was in some danger. Mm -hmm. um, mourning the, the loss. loss. Her pert opinions and. Fine eyes. He's not a breakfast eater. No, he isn't. He never eats breakfast, does He's he? Aesthetic. Whatever. I'll eat any food you put in front of me. This is my problem. Yeah. <laughs> Maggie made uh, waffles for me this morning. They were shaped like the Death Star. Yes. If you're a Star Wars fan. Awesome. From Think Geek, you got to get it. It's actually a good waffle maker. I highly recommend. Mm -hmm. Everybody's happy to escape the crucible of Netherfield. <laughs> <laughs> Never been so happy to leave a place in my entire life. Oh, their little bonnets. Touching oh, bonnets. but they're so sweet. Look at that. Touching bonnets. All right. Well, that's the end of episode yes. one. Um, Your version might keep on. But ours, our hour-long episode is over. Yes, it is. And so um, for now, we will go ahead and say goodbye. We're not going to do Wheat Chief because I think we might record another episode right after Yeah, we need time. to finish actually discussing the book. We were just, again, whenever we're together, we feel that we should do a something. And we did promise we would do the miniseries. Yes, we commentary. did. We made a promise. So, um, you know, you won't be hearing this over Christmas time or New Year's time probably because I'm so bad at editing. Oh, stop. But it is uh, almost New Year's, so a happy 2018. Happy New Year. And... Let's hope that it's not a big dumpster fire yeah. like 2017. <laughs> oh, my God. Best wishes and. 
talk to you again soon. Bye, guys.